Yo, what's up, everybody? You are watching Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And yes, what you are seeing before your eyes is true. It's me, Giovanni Watson, in the captain seat once again. Hold on. And listen, I got two people with me, the beautiful Bridget Kelly, man, right. Bridget Kelly. And once again, man, my boy Roy Red, man. Make y'all, man, man make yourself at home. Clap it up. All right, yourself, all right. Man. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Thank you for coming, yeah. man. Listen. Yeah. As you know, Melissa, unfortunately, she's still recovering from her car accident. We miss her so much. We miss her so much. Um, Get better, Mel. Get better. Get better. Get better. And Jason is somewhere gallivanting. I don't know what. I don't even know where the hell Jason is. I just. uh, Where is he? Africa? He better be getting money. He's in Ghana. Right. He went to go have dinner with the princess of Ghana or something. Okay. The president he went of, to have dinner with the president, president of Ghana. Of Ghana. So maybe bit, maybe he'll be back tomorrow. You know a, what I mean? Because he just he just went to Ghana to have dinner with the president. It's just you know a casual 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 day. That's a huge big boss move. So listen, man, Bridget, what is going on in your What's world up? over there? Man, you first of all, hi. <laughs> let me tell you something, Jack. <laughs> I've been knowing you quite a long time. Yeah, but you looking like some fine wine right now. Thank you look you. beautiful. What's going on Thank in your world? Thank you so much. Um, really excited, ramping up the end of um Love and Hip Hop Hollywood season five. Mm-hmm. Um. Excited to get back in the studio and do a next do another project before the year is out. And yeah, just get my you know my hosting on, my social influencer on. The whole social media influencer thing is such a crazy, such a crazy world. Like people, mm-hmm. like people are really awkward when they're not on social media. Like you meet people in person, and it's like they're used to being funny on Instagram, right. and then it's like you the see them opposite. and they're not funny, and they're like, wait a minute, what's mm-hmm. going on here? Who are you? <laughs> you know, I haven't been watching the following love and hip hop in years. Like I used to always watch that. Um, with my ex that was like her guilty pleasure yeah but recently i heard that you got into some i won't say some shit but some stuff went down it was just like you supposed to have a promo something for your and mm-hmm. t- tell the people what happened i don't i don't know um so i put an album out this year called reality bites and we went to london i organized a london trip for mainly for promo for my album but i, I wanted the cast to come and it was perfect because the cast of hollywood has never taken a trip before right like you mm-hmm. know all the other all the other cast and like all the real housewife shows like they always take vacations Real, um, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood never took one So we all went to London And the purpose was for me to do album promo mm-hmm. I had a show out there, I was doing press I had a press junket that I set up at the at the house that we rented And um, <laughs> and the girls interrupted my whole interview Like just on some dumb shit Just like came out and were Who like Who was the girls? Who was that? Brooke, Brooke's, Brooke was the ringleader um, And Brooke has been the ringleader in a lot of a lot of mess this season mm-hmm. So um, Brooke is the ringleader And then LaBrittany came out Sierra came out just really to like you know find out what was going on she was making everybody dinner and the interviewer um had asked about her about her sex tape um who's sex tape tiara's tiara's sex oh, tape. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, so yeah yeah it made the interview really like it totally ruined the energy of the interview at that point i was like well i'm not gonna talk to y'all about my single now like uh-huh. shit never mind um you know but it was they kind of he kind of offended tiara a little bit and tiara mm-hmm. was just kind of like she was in her feelings about it it was all like fresh after the press conference and stuff so you know, everybody everybody is going through going through their own thing, but it was it was kind of annoying. It is she still annoying. looking good? Because I seen a I seen a, a snapback picture of T- Tiara, and and she looked fucking amazing. Is she keeping that weight there? Is it coming back? Or I mean, I think I think all of she's our weight fluctuates. To be honest, yeah, mm-hmm. she's still sober. She's good. been she's been good. Um, I think I think this year in general took a lot took a lot out of her. I think she she came out of rehab really excited and had a different lust for life. And I think you know and. With most women in general, it's like we get excited about a guy, we fall in love, we put all our eggs in that basket, and then you, you know, you get a fupa. It's a, right. It's just you know, you just put on a, put on a couple pounds, and then the shit is trash, and you get dumped or you break up, and, and then, then you, you get, get your work, it's, work it you know snapback time. You be in that gym, Roy. Yeah. How you hey, been, man? Good, Talk man. to the people, man. Man, you know the last time you were said, man, I got a lot of DMs about you, man. Man, oh. I'm trying to help people out. People were DMing me, telling me telling me about their depression and stuff like that. So I was helping them out, but um, just giving away my free book. 
launching another book this month, going to Malaysia next month, Orlando the month after that, just speaking and just making it happen, man. I want a book. What's your book about? I got you. It's about self-expression. Oh, great. Okay. You, you got that down there. You got I mean, I'm great at self-expression. I'm an artist, but still, I mean, you were talking about depression. I'm like, that's yeah, what we all got you, dog. Roy's yeah. helped me out a few of my dark spots mm. in life. Okay. He always helps me look at the broader picture of things and yes. he's really good at that and he don't like to be called a motivational coach or public a life speaker. coach a public speaker performance coach performance coach performance coach <laughs> best-selling author performance coach performance coach so and tell, best-selling what, author. what do you mean before performance coach explain that action uh, you have certain actions you want to take but you ain't doing it for example maybe you want to mm. lose a little weight but you ain't going hitting the gym mm. i just get you to stop procrastinating and get you to take the action it takes to get the results you want oh you get paid a, to do that? He that's works fantastic. with a lot of NBA stars, yeah. NBA athletes. Yeah. I like that performance coach. Performance coach. Well, that's what's up, man. Another episode of Hollywood Unlocked. I'm saying, hey, man. <laughs> the Carter <laughs> Five is finally coming out. Yo, they need to hurry man, up. Man, I'm so oh. goddamn excited about that, Jack. You understand me? It's been five years. Yeah. Five years or so. And then I think Kanye said he's going to drop his too. Oh, I just don't. I can't. I just I saw a picture of him today with the Make America Great Again hat. And then a Colin Kaepernick sweatshirt on at the same time. Like, <laughs> like, bruh, you can't. It's like you just going everywhere you go in with oil and water. Like, you got to like, pick a like side. That's like making bloods and crips at the same time. I'm tired. I just can't with him anymore. I, I, oh. You think the Carter Five going to be a good album? I do. It's going to be and great. And this has been a really dope year for hip-hop, honestly. So I'm, uh-huh. really, I'm excited for Carter Five. I'm excited. Listen, after five years, that song, that, that album better come out boiling hot. It's overhyped, yeah. you think, though? I don't know. I don't, I don't know think it's, it's overhyped. overhyped. I hope not. I mean, but you also have to think, I know these, I don't think these are songs that he just did like six months ago. Right. These songs are probably like four or five years old that was just sitting in the damn editing bay. You know I mean, what I hope that it's not four or five years old. I hope that it is new stuff because I want to hear what's, I want to hear what's on his mind now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't want to hear what was on his mind five years ago. Like, no, well, I don't shit. want to revisit. Let's just talk about what's going on right now. Baby, baby was holding that thing at bay. I know. What is the, damn, is it like, okay, you're, you're an artist, amazing singer, songwriter. You. Did I say you're beautiful, right? Thank you. Okay, yeah. cool. Is this music game? It's seen because we had Seven Streeter yeah. on the show, and mm-hmm. she talked a lot about how she first came in and she was afraid and she was she had fear to actually start writing in sessions when she was in session with Chris Brown. She was afraid to say right. her input, and then she started talking about how crazy this music business is. Is it really? that dark in the music yeah. is it evil like that yeah it's very evil like that what's and, some I mean, you experienced that was like well because people play politics right in addition mm. to playing politics it's not as an artist it's a lot harder it's not like being an actor right where you can clock in for your job and mm. then when you when you leave when you leave set you get to go home and it's you know what i'm saying and mm. I, i'm sure i'm sure actors take home take home different things too that that mm. happen you know that they channel during their their practice but mm-hmm. For artists, we don't get to clock out. Like whatever we're participating in in a studio session, for the most part, is coming from us. It's coming from either our own experience or a conversation that we had. So it's very personal. So we don't, we don't, we have a harder time detaching, like separating the two. So I think you know, for especially as women, like all the stuff that we got to deal with, with you know, being in competition, even if it's not an, on like a deliberate competition, people pe- people pit us against each other all the time. Mm. Whether we got to deal with that, whether it's you know just our own personal insecurities that we feel like we got to mask. How do you handle your beef? Like, you have any industry have beef? beef? You don't have beef? I don't have beef. Because here's the thing, right? At the end of the day, for me, I, it's a matter of getting getting to the bag. And I don't, <laughs> if, if I don't, unless it's costing me money, I don't have any beef. Like, I really don't have beef with somebody. Like, I just don't. And nowadays, because of social media, everybody's a thug on social media. That's everybody's right. a Everybody mm-hmm. has a mouth. 
none of those people are the same. They don't have the same energy when you see them in person. So, so where are you from again? New York. Oh, so you got some hands. I grew up in New York City. Um, I, yeah, I would rather not even discuss. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I talk with my hands already, so it always, it always, and I have a, a deep voice, so people just assume naturally that I'm an aggressive person. I'm really not an aggressor, but if I'm, if I'm cornered, if I'm put in a situation, then I'm absolutely, I absolutely will fight to the death to get my way out. That's, uh, yeah, that's deep. Performance yeah. coach. Performance hey. coach. What's up, man? Like, I, like I've been knowing you a long time, right? Yeah. So I can't even imagine seeing you fight, but we talk about you see me about to uh -huh. get down a few times. Geo's uh -huh. very scary. But when people when try you, him, FYI, hey, come on, when I you, held him back. Listen. Easy. I've been very afraid. I've had to, you know, I've had to talk other people down. Like, excuse me, you don't really don't don't let the light skin light up. Don't see, let, don't let those eyes fool you, okay? You, bro, thank you, Bridget. See, Do this not is the, let those pretty eyes fool you, boy. This is the problem. I'll be you. having to tell people like, you know, Jason, <laughs> our beautiful uh, head spirit leader here. A lot of people be testing me because they see all oh, my the funny, the outgoing, yeah. goofy guy, but they forget like. My my dad left. I don't know who my daddy is. And my mother died when I was 21. Oh my god! And I'm from Gary, Indiana. I and I, my baby mama is the devil. So I have a lot of pent up oh dear energy built up inside of me. But back to you, Roy. Like, how do you deflect a situation like that? How do you perform in that moment, Coach? <laughs> for me, it's no point in because you, you built like an action figure. There's no point in fighting unless we gonna take it to the end. For me, wow. And like niggas can see that in my eyes, so they don't they don't take it there. Cause I don't say nothing, and I'll be like, as soon as they get in range, meaning close enough to where I could fire on them, I'ma fire on them. And if I take off, I ain't got no landing gear. Yeah, it's just kind of forever. They could tell. Mm. Oh, <laughs> they could tell. <laughs> and they could tell. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they choose you because they think they could. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Well, we don't want to promote violence here. No, I don't we don't. I have not been to a fight in about 15 years. I haven't been in a fight in about five years. I'm really proud of myself. That's good. It's just a couple months. You just. Okay. Oh no 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 no. Altercation. Oh, I did. And I did. You did get into a but fight. But that really wasn't a fight because Damn, it went. It was said and done after I did, did what I did. Anybody physically grab anybody? I'm not gonna talk about that. Cause <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on probation. All right. Listen, our beautiful, beautiful line producer, like writer, Kelvin, right here. He comes up with these amazing questions. He comes up with hot topics. He comes up with a lot of things. Just like the other people here, Hollywood Unlocked, Jaross and Alyssa, uh, this show would not be this show without them. So thank you, guys. So today we're going to talk about some stuff. We don't have a guest, but we got two beautiful guest co-hosts. Um, let's get right into it, man. And this first oh, one. Oh, boy. This first one. I, I, I'm going to ask it just because he took the time out to write this one down. So you've been begging your partner for a, a, a threesome for a while, oh, right? Jesus. They finally agree. But one condition. <laughs> oh, uh, the third party member has to be one of your family members. So no, who do you choose? No, your sibling, your cousin, or your aunt or your uncle. I'm already annoyed that I got to beg for a threesome. I'm already annoyed that that's even a thing. Like we beg, we got to beg. Why is that not just a regular aggressively conversation? Ask. Aggressively, aggressively ask. Aggressively ask. No. Are you a fan of threesomes? I mean, I've had a few, but I'm not oh. I'm not a fan per se. Was it with you two two guys, two girls? No, it was two girls. So you two girls. And a, and I had a guy. I have I did I have one with um with a friend and his and his girlfriend and then there was one with, with two girls. Was it like a sober situation or y'all? Yeah. No, it was a it was a it was a sober situation. So it was planned. Yeah. So niggas out here planning it threesomes? Was it was a delay. Yeah, absolutely it was purposeful. But I mean it was. It was purposeful. Um, but no, I I feel like that that's a conversation you should have. You should never be begging your partner for that type of like. They should know. They should know what's up if that's something that you're interested in. Why are we begging for that? Like, you know, what's I, the deal? I, 
I had a foursome once and it was quite over. That over, is, that's over, just busy. That's it was greedy. Over, it that's was, greedy. It was too much. That's greedy. It was me and three girls. You know, now I'm like, I'm let alone I got to try to please one. I got to please three of y'all. And one of them was a big bitch. Wow. She was a big one. Well. But you know what? I didn't finish. They did. Uh, okay. You know what that means? And do I know what that means? Yes. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. But what was the point? <laughs> the point of what? Me not finishing? Yeah. Because I couldn't get. Never mind. Anyway, Never Roy. Mind. Oh, Roy, what? Roy, you too quiet for too long. We got to talk about this performance. Because we still got to ask this question though. Because I, I'm gonna say something, but y'all gonna judge me. <laughs> oh. All right. So Roy, go ahead and oh, get this yours. Is easy, up. my brother. Because we can we can flip a girl. That's easy. Oh, that's oh that's kind of smart. That's kind of smart. Yeah, that's kind of smart. I love that he totally deflected all of the other ex- the prior experience <laughs> yeah. part of the question and was like, "Yeah, I would just do." <laughs> I used to ask my ex for a threesome, but she was like, "Nah," because I'm too jealous. Okay, well that's fair. She's honest. I like jealous girls. <sighs> that's part Me of your too. problem. Um, <laughs> listen, my it is. I'm gonna say my cousin. Mm. Be, well, not my first cousin. Did I tell y'all about the time <laughs> I uh, I smashed one of my cousins? I told about that on the air before, Sick. right? Well, I smashed one of my cousins, so we have to be my cousin. cousin. By accident? Nah, I knew this was my goddamn cousin. Okay, I don't want to know anything But else. it was like the third cousin. Third. That's okay. not really related, is it? Um, That's I would, related. I would probably say my sister, too, only because I just I wouldn't I just wouldn't touch her. I would just be like, okay, sir, you just over here, and then you, mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? And then you go over there. That's been a dream of mine. Really? To have a threesome with two sisters? Okay. Is that is that but two like sisters related sisters like same mom same dad one of the bros has I ain't gonna say his name okay we're not gonna put him out there (laughs) all right y'all a woman was rushed in the hospital for having a turtle stuck up her vagina what's what's one thing that others may consider weird but really gets you off. How you get a turtle stuck up your poom poom? I would like to know that too. I would like her to explain that because I don't understand how that works. She probably going around here just, you know, she's like, I can't find my deal though. Oh shit, this turtle close. And like, how do you get a turtle stuck up your vagina? I'm oh. boring, so there's nothing that's weird about anything that I'm that I like. But so you don't like nothing weird that that's, that but get you off? No. You boring? Yeah. What about you, Roy? I'm boring, bro. None of that weird <laughs> shit gets me off. Bro. None of that weird shit is a thing, bro. It just it. can't. It's not. That's Man. not a thing. But no weird shit knowing, is a thing. knowing how the mind works, I can understand how someone could get caught in that pattern. You heard what he just said? How someone could get caught in a pattern? On how the mind works. A pattern of like turtles in your in your vag? Like so that's a, there's a pattern that's your attached brain, to that? Everything you do in life is just a pattern that your brain creates. Okay. From a past experience. I need, to, I need to know what, what, what experience she had that brought her to that place with a turtle. Uh, probably bestiality. Maybe. Well, it could have been something happened to her when she was young and a turtle was present. And mm. her brain said, wow. turtles and sex <laughs> together wow. forever. And it linked that. It created that's that. That's a great fucking answer. Wow. No, for real, that's how, the, that's how the mind works. That's, the fact that you would be willing to reach that far to rationalize that is really <laughs> no, incredible. No, I kind of agree with no, that because that, that takes me to what my weird shit is. See, back home in Gary, Indiana, we have this channel called The Spice Channel. Uh-huh. And once in every blue moon... This motherfucker used to come on for free and be on and stay on for like a month or two. That's why he laughed because it's the truth. <laughs> so I remember I was like 12, 13 year old, 13, and I'm in the fucking living room. My grandma in the room sleep. I click on, I'm changing channels, and I see, oh shit, the spice channel on. And then it's the first time, remember, I seen this woman and she had a fucking bush. Now, like he said, my mind, and in that moment, it just transcended and connected. And now ever since then, I'm obsessed with Bush. I'm obsessed with hairy vagina. 
Wow. I hate ball pussy. It is the most disgusting shit ever. Okay. Everything you like or dislike is just a brain pattern from a past experience. That's exactly. So I think that's weird, and that gets me off. I mean, but I don't really think that's weird, but y'all women's the of this generation think that's weird. That's gross. And why is that? No, why is that? Why does the bush have to be gross? Why? I, I, I don't, don't think it's be. I don't think it's gross. I don't think it's a gross thing. Well, for for one, I'm not a huge fan of the all ball thing because it feels prepubescent to me. It Come feels on. like it feels like eleven year old vagina. So we'll start there. So yes. I'm not a huge fan of it. But um from a hygiene point of view, from a hygiene point of view, I work out a lot. So for me it's a it's a matter of it hair holds hair not seasoning, it holds sweat, it holds odor, and then that holds bacteria. Uh, okay. So from that perspective, I'm just saying it's it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of extra Listen, work. Listen, first off, it's a lot of extra now work. you're telling me that my guy made a mistake. No, all right? it's not that he made a you mistake. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, Jack. And the fact that you got <sighs> hair down there is for a reason. Now, I will beg to differ on that statement you just made because I've had a lot of exes mm-hmm. that never ever had. St- they can go on to play a whole full court game of basketball, but they weren't though. Oh, they would go work out and come back, and that motherfucker didn't. Yeah, stink but you're at not all. putting your face in it, though. Oh, I like a little twang. Okay, then that's a, then that's a whole <laughs> other conversation. Yeah. Whole other conversation. Whole other conversation. <laughs> we can add that to the list of weird. That's add that to the list of weird shit. Okay. Oh my god. Wait, what? A little twang. Shut up, Gio. I'm not doing this with you no more. I'm just, hey, this Hollywood locked on sis, and I'm just keeping the G real. I got time today. Oh, God. I got time. <laughs> Ticket sample concerts have decreased over the last couple of years. Experts think it's due to the artists now honing their performance craft. Who are the top three performers that you've seen live? Who are your top three worst performers you've seen live? Go ahead, Bridget. I know you got a few, and be 100. <sighs> <laughs> Well, for one, I don't think it. I don't think it's decreased because the the performers are not um, honing in on their craft. I think people don't go to concerts because everything streams live and everybody can watch the concert because nobody takes their phones and puts them away during a concert. Everybody's covering the foot and covering it with social media. So Good I think point. that's more the issue. Like, I'm not going to go to the concert if Title's going to stream it. I'm not buying a ticket. Damn, I can sit right here and watch that shit right on the laptop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I think that's more of an issue. But um. People that I've seen live, I mean, I've seen a lot of a lot of legends live. Yeah. Um, but I think the, the 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 newest acts that I've seen live that I love, um, her and Daniel Caesar, mm. um, two people I love watching perform. Um, mm. I really love watching Kehlani perform too. I think mm. she puts on a great show. She sings live. Mm-hmm. I think those are probably my three. I mean, obviously Beyonce, we can't, right. you know, the the untouchable queen. But right. um, there's nobody that I've seen that I've been disappointed in per se. But I mean, I also feel like it's it's all it also depends on the venue. It depends right. on you know what the concert is. Like if I'm going to an R and B concert, I don't really want to hear a rapper come out. I just don't. I don't mm. want that. So if I'm if I'm at a hip hop concert, same thing. If I'm turned up, you don't want to. I don't want to. If I'm if I'm turned up, I don't want to hear SZA perform the weekend. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with y'all. I don't. I don't want that. You know what I mean? If I'm got here you. for YG, I'm here for Young Thug. I really didn't come here to be in my feelings. Got you. Got you. Good point, Roy. Yo, YG, Nipsey, and Dom Kennedy, but. Well, YG and Nipsey shows niggas is always fighting, about to jump each other. But that's who, the best you see. And that's live. what you. That's the best live. That's all I really seen. I've never seen like a Jay Z or Beyonce. <laughs> oh my god! Like that. I never. Oh, we gotta I get was you. Only at the rat we gotta get you to. Di- we gotta get you to some different shows, <laughs> sir. I went straight from Ratchet Days to Enlightened Days. But mm-hmm. who are these experts? Like, right? Look, that's what, a good question. What they need too. to do is make VR so people could be at home. Right. They're working on that. Drugs, that's dope. Take their drugs, put that on, and just watch Beyonce and be like, oh my God, Beyonce. I'm here. Right Who are some of the legends you've seen live? Um, Prince, I saw live oh, at the wow. forum, which was phenomenal. Um, forum. 
at the forum years ago. When he remember when he did that, he did like a whole tour of like twenty five shows and like randomly brought people out. Like he he did uh-huh. a, a show maybe five or six years ago at the forum, um, which was really dope. Uh, Sade, I've seen live. Oh, yeah, that's Sade my, live is out of body. That's my experience. baby mama right Oof. there. I love her. She's phenomenal. You live. saw her in the states or in London? Yeah, somewhere? I saw her actually at Staples Center a few years back when John Legend opened for her on tour. I remember that. That was a phenomenal show. Wow, those are two big shows. I think well, shit. I didn't see him live. I've met him, but he don't count because I didn't see him perform live. But I knew he was the best. You already know who that is, MJ. Yeah. Um. Damn. See, I've danced for all these artists, so it's like for it came in. I can't even really say, but I could say one artist. Shameless, shameless nut, by the way. Oh yeah, shameless. Yeah, yeah. Dance for these legends. Hey, son, when when you when you when you get in the seat, you just name drop. Uh, I would tell you one artist that I saw that was so trash. He was tra- he was garbage oh. to replay. He got some songs, but it was Cap G. Wow, who's that? I just took a picture with your girlfriend. Uh, I mean, but I, I, what, what kind of performance were you really expecting? Okay, like, what, here's the no, thing. And that's no shade to Cap G, but no, what no level of Cap performance G. were you were you expecting him to like descend what? from? You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of what no, kind of show were you going for? Is. Here's what it is: you being amazing at creating. I know. You know when you look at an artist, okay, you need this, you're going to need that. This was on the um, party tour with Chris. I was mm-hmm. in Chicago, went through, saw the show. Cap G comes out. Oh, and Fabulous was trash too, by the way. Cap G came out, and it was just crickets. I was bored. Now, I was looking at him, and I'm like, aesthetically, brother, you know you trash at performing. You need some dancers. Right. All right? Then, to take that away, the next person that came out and tore the motherfucking house down and was amazing and like... Gave me goosebumps. OT Genesis. Yeah. He's that's, got a lot of that, energy. That's, that's another great performer mm-hmm. that I see live. He's amazing. So, yeah, Cap G was bad and Fabulous was bad, too. Damn. Sorry, Fab. Yeah, I mean, I love Fabulous. He's a GOAT. I love him as a rapper, but I know when you get to that certain stature, you feel like you ain't got to do much. Right. And I kind of feel like that's kind of like kind of like my issue with Chris right now because mm. he is the GOAT right now in this lane. Nobody's out there touching him. But Chris is so amazing. I would just like to see a little bit more production going to his shows. There like, I want no Chris Brown slander when no, I'm in the room. No, Chris Brown is my nigga. I love Chris Brown. But I'm saying I want to see you performing more than a dad hat in a hoodie. Like, nigga, come out on some Michael shit. Give me a show. I mean, I think this last tour, he, he did pretty well. I thought it was well produced. I thought it was great. I didn't see this one. Did you see it? I did. You went? I thought it was great. It was great? Yeah. Well, I'm going to take your word up on that. I'm going to go home I and YouTube some shit. And I think, you know what, though? Chris Brown is somebody, as a, as an artist, he's someone that that I always want to see win. You know me what I mean? Too. He's somebody that that is passionate about what he does. He's passionate about music. He's passionate about writing, passionate about performing. And I feel like he really gives his all on that stage. He, he does. leaves it all on the stage. And I don't, I don't, I don't think... Our generation has that many artists to do that. You guys have a capacity. Mm-mm. We haven't. I would though. You would. Yeah, I would. Be dope. Hookah, smoke. I really can't wait for that to come out. Oh, but we can't, we talk, can't about talk about that. that. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. <laughs> All right, y'all. A study shows that most Americans' first job was at Mickey D's. What was your first job, and what's been your worst job? Who first job? Um, first job actually, I was. <laughs> I worked at a pirate museum. Hilarious. That was my first job. <laughs> I was like 14. It was in it was in Cape Cod. I used to spend my summers um in, in Cape Cod and like go up and my mother would just like drop me off and be like, all right, learn how to sail, learn how to fish, do something useful. And I got a job at a at a museum and it was like a it was like a pirate museum. What well, what was you doing though? I mean, just like running the running the register, the gift shop and explaining explaining like the pirate ship and like getting people on tour. Did you have a pirate accent? No, I did not have a pirate I accent. I did not have to talk like a pirate thing. How old were you? Fourteen. Oh, that's a cute little job for a fourteen year old though. It was cute. Worst job though, 
I was a pest control dispatcher. Shut up. Imagine Your fine that. ass was dispatching niggas to go kill roaches. I was in an office and I was getting calls and I'm I was horrified. I'm I'm from New York City, right? So everybody at some point in New York has roaches. If they try if, if anybody from New York tries to tell you they don't have you didn't have Yo, roaches, you're a liar. I don't New care York how nice your apartment got braids, is. Tattoos. Everybody got <laughs> some big ass everybody roaches. at some point had a roach in the kitchen. Like, let's just cut it out. So yeah, true. So it, I was like shocked and horrified at uh-huh. the, at the the companies that would call and be like, yeah, we have water bugs. We have a water bug problem. Like, it was. You awful. ever got a spider problem? Now yeah. I'm terrified of them. It was. It was really honestly. It was like it was rats. It was mice and it was roaches in the city. So it was always. And I'm, I mean, I feel like it's. How'd you take the call? To, I mean, I would just answer like a, like a receptionist, and they would say, you know, we need. No, say that. Do that. Act that out, shit out. out. Call Gio. Go ahead. Go ahead, Gio. I'm call call you right now. Go ahead. Call me. Goddamn fucking roaches. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hi, good afternoon. Welcome to the blah, 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 pest control. How can I help you? Uh, listen, man, I got these motherfucking roaches, dog. These motherfuckers big shit. Then they got Jordans on and shit. I need these motherfuckers in my house. And what part of the house are they in, sir? Uh, everywhere. Oh, okay. Uh, is it, so do you have any children? Do you have any pets in the house? Them niggas need to go, too. <laughs> so you don't mind if they're fumigated? Okay, great. So we'll have somebody out by the end of the day, okay? Send us your address. Thanks. Oh, wow. Oh, Damn, girl. You got a nice-ass phone voice. I do. I do what I can. I love it. Roy, what about you? Your first Yo. job and your worst job? Yo, I worked at McDonald's my first job. <laughs> now I'm bullshitting. Wow. <laughs> What's so bad about that? Why are you There's laughing? nothing bad about that. I worked, I at, I worked say... at McDonald's over, like when I was 16 for a little bit. I, I did not say... work at McDonald's. I, I was going to say you was in that whatever that percentile was of the first job being at McDonald's. But I worked at a little recreation center. I used to take care of kids and shit. And shit. God, Roy's just like, Roy's out here reading us his, his like match.com profile right now. Like my first job was, <laughs> I was volunteering and I was holding, mis- holding, I was holding children Roy. and swaddling babies. Like get out of here. That's your perfect self. Yeah, man. I was Mr. Roy. Just took care of people's kids. That's it. And what was your work? That was your worst job too? My worst job was driving an ambulance. What? A paramedic, yeah. Because when you're a paramedic in LA, you don't make that much money and it's a lot of stress. You got to pull up to someone who just got shot and you're making like eight seventy five an hour. Only firemen get paid a lot doing that. So that was stressful. I didn't really like it. It had a, it had some significance, but you they got, don't pay you, got, you got paramedic arms. You like a paramedic ass nigga. Goddamn right. <laughs> Guess I gotta carry your big ass down the stairs, <laughs> or stop you from trying to fight somebody so he don't have to go get the ambulance. That's true. <laughs> I did that with one arm. Huh? I oh, you talking about that arm. night? Yeah. It took five security yeah, guards to me. hold me back. It was oh, me. Jesus. Oh, get out of here. It was me. My first job was I was a, a piece of delivery boy at Papa John's back home in Gary, Indiana, at like 14, 15 years old. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you ever mess with anybody's pizza? Nah. Nah, bro. I ain't got that in me. What man. was your craziest experience though delivering pizza? Because I always felt like that was the worst job as a kid. Watching Home Alone and watching that. Remember when the, the guy delivers the pizza and it's that whole exchange and he's playing the movie loud? Like, what was your craziest delivery experience? I don't know about it was crazy, but you know, first of all, being a pizza boy deliver delivery boy in Gary, Indiana alone is crazy. All right. But I re- I recall one time I went and delivered a pizza and this chick just opened up the door, butt ass naked. But ball ass nigga and gave him money and I gave her a pizza. And I was like six, 15, 16 years old. That shit scarred me for life. Yeah, right. Yikes. Did she have a bush? <laughs> <laughs> my Windex laughed. <laughs> anyway, my worst <laughs> job was dancing was dancing with Tamar Braxton. What? Your worst job was yeah. dancing with Tamar? Uh-huh. Not because of her, because of some other shit. Okay. With V and Terrell. Okay. Yeah. So that was yeah that was a horrible experience. So that only lasted a, a blink 
on that tour. So I was out of there. <laughs> All right. So the next one is if animals could talk, which will be the rudest? That's a hard question. Because I think about animals in my face, in my mind, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to think how the way they look, how would they talk? Like, put them up. Like, how would they sound? <laughs> I mean, what would be the rudest animal if they could talk? Kangaroos? A kangaroo? Oh, for that's real? a good one. Because they, they look be, like they, they got hands. Yeah. Like they're ready to go. Like, what's up, cut? Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> cats. Cats got attitudes. Oh, I hate fucking cats. I can't stand them either. I do too. I don't like cats. They're disgusting. I feel like that about raccoons, though. Raccoons are vicious. Raccoons, if you fuck with a raccoon and a raccoon is trying to go through the trash, they'll look at you like, su- what's up, like what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. I've seen <laughs> like, a raccoon stand up, up like, on his legs and yeah. walk up to a nigga. Yeah, they're crazy. They'll attack you. They're, rats, yeah, they don't give a fuck. Rats, rats would be rude. Rats be all in your cereal box. I'm like, what, nigga? I'm in here. What's up? Yeah. You you follow Tony Baker? No. He does the best animal voiceovers in the world. Hmm. Guaranteed. You should follow Tony Baker and get that in your life. What's his cat voice? All his cat owner names are Natalie. (laughs) Natalie. (laughs) Natalie. Or Susan. Susan would be a great cat owner name. What animals do you like? I like dogs, honestly. I'm a dog person. But like real dogs, not like stuffed animal dogs that go on the plane. I'm a real dog. All right. I'm not doing this today. Call yourself a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a female dog. Okay. A study showed that only 48% of uh, Americans wash their hands after using the restroom. What's the dirty habit you have? And you got to keep it straight 100. I'll tell you what my dirty habit is. What's your dirty habit? Wait, no, I'm going to go last. You go ahead, BK. I always go first. Somebody else can go. Uh, Oh, shit. Yeah, Roy. What's your what's your what's a dirty habit you got? We all oh, got them. I hit the gym every day, sometimes twice a day. So, hey, if I ain't had no gym shirt, I might throw the same shirt on. That ain't nothing wrong don't with stink. that. Well, damn. Wait, is it? I don't sweat like that. Oh, okay. Well, then it doesn't count in my mind. Uh, <laughs> that's my that's my motto for my fitness stuff. Is if you didn't sweat, it didn't count. If, if, that's if true. There's, if there's no, if there's no like visible, what, you didn't do shit. Perspiration. I feel like you're not working that hard. What's my dirty habit? I got. I'm known for smelling my drawers if I can't find clean ones. If I didn't do laundry. Oh. Uh. I, <laughs> <sighs> I have an anxious. I have an anxious habit. I I, I bite my cuticles on my thumbs. I do that shit too. And I think, I mean, it is, it is dirty. Cause I don't know. I don't, I won't always like after here, go in and wash my hands, but I might, you know what I mean? Like if you I'm be, sitting in traffic and I'm getting stressed out, I'll yeah. just, just my thumb. You be having just, cuticle soup, soup over there. Cuticle just, soup. It's a nervous, it's a nervous. What, what is that? Is? Cause I do that too. What I don't know. That? I think it's just an anxiety. It's just an anxiety thing. Like a stress reliever. Hey, y'all smell y'all belly button sometime. No, nah, bro. <laughs> y'all, y'all, look. I feel so much judgment coming towards me. Y'all niggas don't smell y'all belly Hold button. On. How do you reach your belly button? No, when you dig in there and you smell that That's shit. Oh, so you're bro. digging. There's two. It's a two part process. <laughs> dig in the belly button first, and then you smell it. Like there's two. There's two. That's a double. That's just a double whammy right there. That's wrong. You gotta make two sure strikes. your belly button's clean. You don't do that in the in the shower, easy, like shower. You know what? This show is called. Any, listen, any. this show is called Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. Yeah, it's not not uh, un, yeah. not, un, not unwashed. It's not it's not Hollywood Unwashed. So it's not like I'm confused. Now fuck with y'all. I don't, play, I don't smell my belly button. Man. Now line. you want a friend. Now you want a friend. I love y'all. <laughs> um, what's one thing that was popular five years ago that you're embarrassed of now, and what is something that is really popular now, but in five years everyone will look back and be like, 
what the fuck? Baggy clothes. Please, God. Baggy clothes. <sighs> what, you was embar- you embarrassed of that? Wait, what, what baggy that's clothes? What's that's what's popular 5X now. tall. Yeah. Baggy jeans. I love now, that era. If I don't wear stuff that I feel like fit. that wasn't five years ago, though. I feel like that was longer than five years ago. Yeah, that was about 10 years ago. No, eight, eight, about eight years ago. Honestly, for me, it's it's the it's the the tight jeans and the man purses. I'm tired. I'm, I want, tired, I'm of that tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of just, that shit. I don't want to sit <laughs> as he throws his man purse to the ground. I'm tired of that, that shit. Wasn't five um, years ago. No, like it's 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 current. Like it's a current thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm if we wear the same size jeans, I have an issue. <laughs> like I have an issue. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you should not be. We should not wear the same. So, I should not. I should not put your jeans on. And they hug my hips and they hug my thighs the way that, that the way that they do yours. It's just so that's not what? acceptable. You want to your me. man to have boot cut jeans? It doesn't have to be a boot cut. I'm cool <laughs> with a tapered leg, but it's up here at the thigh. Like, I, why are you why well, why you just, got on a skin like a really skinny jean? Well, like, I, that's a I, lot. I, I'm just thick, but these not skinny. These baggy, skinny, baggy. Right, it's tapered. It's different. I'm not. It's just it's not so, a jegging. I don't want to see. I'm tired <laughs> of seeing men in jeggings. I want that trend to die tomorrow. Uh, Oh my gosh! Yeah, like we're adults. Like let's, you know. Jill, you ain't got no jeggings. Ooh, okay. where are these jeggings? No, I ain't nah, got no these jeggings. Them is some got small, small waist. Okay. These are okay. He's not. He doesn't. He doesn't have a jegging on. It's all right. What's one thing that's probably five years ago that you embarrassed of now? Everything being matchy, matchy. Yeah, like I look back now and I'm like, yo, I literally had the shoelaces that match the sneakers that match the like I had. I was the girl with the Pepe jeans, the Pepe with the belt, matchy, the name, matchy. matchy, matchy, the hat, whole nine. The nail polish was matchy, like it was a lot. It Not was matchy, matching matchy. is in now, and I think what's hot yeah. now that would be gone in five years. I don't know. Everything repeats itself. Mm-hmm. You know, everything repeats itself. Like. Like I rarely see people now with the with their shirts tied around their waist. People don't they rarely do that. I see you do it still sometimes because you got that thing back there. So <laughs> you know everything repeats itself. So I don't know. That's a hard one. Uh, let's see here. More and more applications are asking for future employees' nicknames. What's been your worst nickname through the years, or just some of your nicknames or a nickname? Like everybody know me is if you know me if you call me Gino, oh you know me know me. <laughs> or cornbread, you know me know me. Not Cornbread. Yeah. Why, why cornbread? My grandma, you know, thick, light skinned, John. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I've always been that. So it's she got to be a bad cornbread. nickname. What? Any nickname? I don't think it's bad. They call me Dips. Dips. Yeah, back when I used to fucking brush my hair all day. That's what. <laughs> the way these waves is sitting though, it looks like you still do that a little bit, low key. Nah, nah, I don't. Not anymore. Just, he didn't. He didn't slow down. Yeah. Dips be because of your waves. Yeah. Oh, they used to call me Taxi. Cause I used to drop niggas off on the football field. I was fast as shit. I was being scouted. Wow. Yeah. I never had any bad nicknames. I was always BK. BK. I was always BK. I never had any weird. No pudding. But you know what I will say? I don't like the like. I don't want to walk into Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? And have and 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 like see somebody's nickname. Like if I walk in and your real name is not Peaches at Starbucks and you want to be called Peaches. Just, the issue that I have with that too, overall, and this is something that's just all across all across American culture, everybody's too comfortable. Yeah. Right? Like you call customer service for things sometimes and they're like, oh, can you know, can I have your name, please? And it's like, my name is Bridget. Oh, hey girl, what's up? No, 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 no. We are not friends. Like I I was on a plane once and I, I it might have been a Virgin America plane and, and sitting in first class, and the lady, like they have a list, you know how they have the list of all the passengers' names or whatever. And she came right up to me and was like, Hey Bridget, how are you? 
No, ma'am. The beautiful part <laughs> about that you is... You two people are too familiar. Like, there still needs to be some level of, like, respect uh-huh. and reverence, I feel like, if you're in the service industry and people, like, you're providing a service, people Were they should white? not feel that comfortable. Were they white? Yeah. Then that, that's what white people do. <laughs> it's just... They, they, they but, I'm half, but I'm half white, and I feel like my mother doesn't... My mother's white. She doesn't act like that. But your mama's from New York? Yeah. That's a whole different ball game. Oh, Where was this goodness. at? In L.A. or on a plane or somewhere? Yeah, it was, I was literally going from L.A. to New York. Man. And, they, and they, the lady came Look, around with the list when they asked you what you want to drink before you take off or whatever. And she was like, so Bridget. And I was like, I would listen, really like to be called Miss Kelly while I'm in the, while I'm here. Because oh. I don't know. We haven't been to, we haven't gone for drinks. We're not going for drinks now. You're going to serve me drinks. So let's just well, you know, let's be respectful and professional. Very, they're very chipper. They're I'm, very chipper. I'm not mad at the, I'm not mad at the, at the, at the, <laughs> at like, the- <laughs> I'm What's, not mad at the, at the jovial optimism. I'm more so like, mm, pump your, we don't know each other. The funny thing is, you look like a Bridget. Well, that's, I mean, I'll take it. You have a middle name? Yeah. Kathleen is my middle name. Kathleen? Kathleen. Bridget Kathleen Kelly. Yeah. It's great. People have no, people don't. Whenever, whenever I go somewhere and somebody reads that out and I get up, everybody's always like, you sure it's not like Michelle Rodriguez? Like, you sure that's not? You sure this is you? Could people think you like Hispanic? People or something? always think I'm Puerto Rican. Always, I get Puerto Rican all the time, especially because I'm from New York. So uh-huh. I just, I just, everybody just naturally thinks. I get that. I get that. Well, shit, yeah. Bridget, Kathleen, <laughs> Kelly, Watson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the team here, at Hollywood Unlocked, just brought something to my attention that I didn't know anything about. Of course, we know about, unfortunately, Bill Cosby being sentenced three to ten years in prison for the things that he did to those women over like forty years ago. But it was just brought to my uh, attention by Jerosalyn that um, we posted Amber Rose going in on Bill Cosby. I read the the the, the comment, and I must say, first of all, I'm I'm a, I'm a father to a daughter. I have nine sisters. I have a grandmother. I, I I am very 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 sensitive to when it comes to this type of matter with women, and what he did was not right at all. But what Amber Rose said was definitely the most inhumane. Un, since it was just crazy. Did you read that, Bridget? Did you, did you, did you hear about that? Mm-hmm. I'm going to read. I'm going to read what, what she said. I think said. you should read it though. I think you should I'm read. So this is what Amber Rose said <clears throat> regarding Bill Cosby. Man, fuck the fact that he's old, and fuck the fact that he was on TV. He is a sexual predator, just like Trump and Harvey. I hope they get their day as well. So y'all going to sit here and tell me that out of all of these women, they're all lying? Fuck out of here. If Bill Cosby raped and drugged any of you women, men. That I've been seeing on the internet standing up for this rapist or your mamas, you would be scared to say something too. Because you were you would assume that no one would believe you. Shit. I would actually be scared to say something because his entire life has he's been put in such a positive light. That's why he got away with it for so long. We should be praising these women for showing us exactly who he is. I hope he doesn't die in jail. I hope he does the full 10 years and then dies the day he gets out. Justice is finally served. Shame on the rapist, not the survivors. Bye. Dead emoji con. Sheesh. Right. Roy, you made a b- good point on on break. Go ahead. T- talk, tell so me. So when I read that, initially, my first response is to get angry because mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's harsh, right? But obviously, there's something deeper going on there. And, you know, just understanding how the mind works, it seems like her mirror neurons are working and she's not talking to Bill Cosby. She's talking to someone maybe in a past experience she had right mm. and that's some things that that's something she wanted to say in the moment because a lot of things that get caught in our patterns we wanted to do in that moment but we didn't do and we really mattered mm. ourselves and maybe she wanted to go off and say those things in that moment but didn't have the chance i don't know her past like that but it seems like she's talking to someone else that she really hates 
not Bill Cosby. I also think there's two different issues here, right? There's the issue of of belittling the survivors, right, and de- and demeaning them versus serving someone justice that committed a crime, right? They're two separate issues. I think she's defending the right issue by saying, if you've ever raped a woman, if you've ever put yourself in a situation where you are you have you have broken the law and violated a human being, you deserve to be punished for that. That is that is that's the statement that's that's correct. The other separate issue that she's also stating that was got all jarbled because of whatever neurons she got that have been triggered in her mm-hmm. brain um, is the fact that a lot of times in these situations, when women come out, even if it's years later, it's happening now. It's happening now with with Brett Kavanaugh. Like it's happening in politics right now. He's had five people come out and accuse him. And I mean, at this point, it's years after the fact. A lot of women don't come out and say anything because they are treated as if, oh, girl, like really, you too. You know what I mean? It's 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 demoralizing. Like nobody nobody wants to come out and have and, and feel have experienced that and feel like it, it's invalid and the, right. the emotions that are attached to it are invalid and and the, the situation is not is not worth looking into and not worth an investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think both of those issues are both very they're they're very important. I think that she's right on both fronts i just think her expression of it is completely off but in general i love amber rose i think she i think she always has the greatest of intentions but i think sometimes in her expression of it i mean she may need to talk to roy and get that you know get that get that get that expression performance coach he's smart like see how she made the distinction between like what was going on and her expression some people think the expression is the person right Mm. but it's totally separate things you know what i'm saying i could love you but that ain't gonna mean i'm gonna express the love for you Mm. it's like different so with this, this but other, I do agree that Bill Cosby should serve his full time. You think he should serve absolutely full ten? Absolutely. I mean, I, mean, I don't I think mean, he's going to do the full ten. I don't think he will either. I don't. I'm, and I mean, I'm I, not to not to wish death on him, but I don't think he'll make it through the full ten. To be honest, I don't. Mm. I don't. If he's in prison under those conditions, I don't think he'll make it through ten. But I do think that he should be sentenced accordingly. So with this white boy that just got literally caught <sighs> having just... raping an unconscious girl, they gave him six months. I mean, that's white privilege at its finest, is it not? So that sounds about white, is what you're saying. That sounds about white. You know what? That sounds about white. My cousin was murdered by a white dude in his uh, in his battalion. He was in the Army, Miles mm-hmm. um, Penix. And the Army said that it was an accident, even though the white dude cleared his gun after he shot my cousin. And it was clear that he murdered my cousin, but he got out after like six months of murdering my cousin. How long ago was this? Like two years ago. Jesus oh my God. Christ. That's awful. Let that have been me or you, Jack. You know, and the, the sad part about it is, man, unfortunately, I am in the system. And that's something that I hate that I even allow myself to even get into. And it started back in 2013 off a of DUI. Right. I got a DUI, but once you get that DUI, you know, you're in that system. You're coming out over $10,000. Um, you get sentenced on probation. And unfortunately, a few years later, I allow myself to get back in the system with a situation that gave me a felony. So now I'm in the system as a felon and now I'm on five years probation. I say all that to say, once you're in that system, it's a wrap. So now, because they're holding it over your head for anything you do, anything you do. That's why I'm like, that's why Chris Brown celebrated his ass off when he got off probation. Because that's the worst thing. Like, okay, you got a felony, whatever. But being on a probation is what's kicking a lot of these people's ass. So I said... Yeah, I you mean, know, it happened, it happened the, to me. The fact that I got to face five yeah. years in prison if I do anything remotely close to what I got a felon for is sad, and it's just to control you. It's to control us, All right? Well, I mean, the prison, the prison system is is just another another piece of the the capitalist pie in America. But that's another conversation for another day. <laughs> the there's there's not pie. enough. 
There's so I mean it is it's a business. It's a business. Absolutely. The, prison, the prison system in America is a business. It's a complete business. Every time we transport it, that's a nice little bag for somebody. I heard Michael Jordan owned a, a oh, he prison. That's a lot in prisons. Really? And we look up to that man and we love that man. And he That's crazy. That's where he makes a lot of his money. He invests in a lot of prisons. Like what is he? Wow. Well, it's prisons are on the stock market, bro. <laughs> you ain't losing. You know somebody gonna always go to jail. Exactly. Wow. Well, listen, guys, it's been another great show, Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored, man. Jason, we kind of miss you. We miss you. All I right. miss Jason. I haven't seen Jason in a long time. I got to meet Jason, man. You've met Jason. I haven't met him yet. Bryson met him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bryson. Oh, Bryson God. Yeah, Bryson. Yeah. Well, we miss you, Melanie Mel, for sure. Thank you so much, Bridget. I can't fucking talk. What is going on today? I'm having a minor stroke in my mouth. No. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you edit this out. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for watching Hollywood Unlocked and Sense. It's been another great show, man. Jason, we kind of miss you. Stay gone as long as you can. Don't get bit by no mosquitoes over there. Please don't Mel. bring back no Zika virus. <laughs> Mel, we miss you and love you so much. Bridget, man, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me, man. I love you. I love you too. You want to go get some eat after this? Um, I actually have plans, but. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. All right, Roy, <laughs> thank you for coming, brother. I love you so much, man. Thank y'all, everybody. Kel, Alyssa, Jaroslav. This eat. show would not right, be nothing without you guys. Another episode right. of Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. Peace. Peace out. <laughs> Bye.